on the air. Well, welcome, everybody. All of the internet, you are welcome here into our loving... Our, oh, wait. No, that's the wrong podcast. Uh, hey, everybody. It's Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the unscripted edition. As you can tell by the faces below, all of the adult supervision is gone, and we shall run amok. Uh, I am Matt, or Neo Sapien, and with me today I have uh, Mr. Turo Monkey. Yay, that's me. And we have Nick. Hello. Who looks like he just got done drowning a rat. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he does in his day job is oh, his thing, man. Rat. Um, okay, so, uh, as you can tell, we are a parse downcast today. We've had a few people call in, uh, unable to attend for various reasons. Uh, we wish them all well, and... Uh, they will get the just they're, punishment they're, later. They're getting all the the stuff that they need to taken care of. I I still I don't want to make the announcement on Dave's behalf because I never did confirmation on whether it's happening today or not. So um, we're just gonna wait and see. So we're He's just gonna becoming a father. Yeah, well, technically, maybe. maybe maybe. He's in the process of becoming. <laughs> I don't know. We might get ourselves in, in trouble if we say he's in the process of becoming a father, because that could mean oh, something else. That's true. He's in the late stages of becoming a father. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's when it goes from theory to fact, real fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's scary. Uh, so let's see if I can get an update from him anyway. Um, so anyway... Uh, we are bringing you today the most unscripted podcast in the history of all podcasts. And you say, well, guys, I've watched you before. You're never scripted, which is true. But we usually at least have a list of things we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's not so much today. Nope. So uh, you get the, the pure unbridled insanity of three strapping young, well, two strapping young and one old ass gamer. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that old. Not that old. Yeah, it's, I have a 16-year-old almost now. Yeah, I'm, I'm old. Oh, yeah, you're getting there. I mean, no, you're not that old. Not that old. So you're 18? Wait, did we lose him already? Did we lose him? Seriously? <gasps> We're taking over! Oh, my gosh, Woo! it is us. That's oh, awesome. this is bad. This is real bad. Uh, I think it's good. He'll just fall off and then come back on, but he won't know until later. Sure. Okay. So let's keep things going. Go. Carol, yeah. what have you done this week? Um, let's see. I haven't been playing much. Uh, I've been working a lot nonstop. But I have been playing Clash of Clans on my phone because I love it. Um, Arkham Knight came out uh, Monday night. <laughs> I still haven't they, even played the first assignment. I installed it, and it took forever. And I, I, it said, ready to play. So I was like, cool. Click. And then I kept trying to hit this play story or play the game, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't let me. I actually have to wait until it's completely installed to do that. So that oh, reminded geez. me of the Master Chief collection. So I was like, oh, this again. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. So uh, so we waited. We watched a movie, and after the movie, we were all tired. It was already super late, so I didn't even play it. Um, it's because we had work the next day. And then, uh, yeah, I still haven't played it. It's just it's there. It's there. I just need it. I just want to play it. Did you get it for PC, or what did you get it for? Oh, why is the... Hold on. Oh, I said Xbox. Oh, darn it. Ha-ha. <laughs> no, I got it for uh, the one, of course. The one. Oh, fine. There it goes. Still betraying us. You know that. I know, but it's gonna. I'm going to fix that with the Division. The but division, I, the funny yes. thing is, is that I am going to get Final Fantasy VII on the one. <laughs> oh, my... Why? 
Right. It was made for PlayStation. It was made on PlayStation. Just the just the in the back. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy uh, Kingdom Hearts three with for the one too. Okay. Now you are just hurting me. Now it's just a personal <laughs> thing. Now now I hurt. But I am getting the division on the four, so we can all play together. So those games I couldn't be able to play that with you guys. So it, it's not like you wouldn't even know. So all right, well, so now I feel people are getting their feelings hurt. What's going on? I leave you guys alone for like five seconds, and yeah. <laughs> what's going on here? I'm buying Kingdom Hearts three and Final Fantasy seven on the Xbox One. Why? Exactly. You'll, have to, you'll, you'll have to wait for Kingdom Hearts 3. It's not. It's coming out on PlayStation 4 first, isn't it? I don't know, but I hope it does now. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Final Fantasy yes, 7, but... the PlayStation 4 is going to get it first. How early? I don't know. But, the yeah, Final Fantasy 7 will get it, or PS4 will get it first. But Kingdom Hearts 3, I think it's an all-round universal release. Yeah, probably. Um, it could be. What else have I been playing? Um, I've been reading a lot of comics. Oh my gosh, there's so current much. Current stuff or old stuff? No, current stuff. Uh, okay. There's so much happening right now. Yes. Secret right. Wars. And I'm trying to follow all of them, especially now that Battleworld is set. And now I understand what the whole Battleworld map means. Because this is a comic, and that's a comic, and that's a comic, and that's a comic. And now I understand what Greenland is. I was like, obviously, that's obviously. Why did I not? Why? 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 Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of us missed that at first. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, I was like, know. why did Greenland get over? Okay, whatever. Why is it on the other side? Ah, uh, and then Old Man Logan coming back. I mean, that was a crazy comic, how that ended up going, and how that first issue ended, and I was just like, man, this is just all around awesome. I haven't. Uh, I didn't get the old man Logan, which I'm a little bit regretting now, knowing that he's going to be a character in the post Battle World universe. It's it's awesome how they played up. It's just it's just funny, and and the ending it just ended perfectly on the first issue, and so you, I was like, oh man. Did you see today they announced uh, Spider Gwen is going to be an ongoing series after Battle World? And Which is, it is confirmed she is going to be in her universe in what is it Marvel Universe fifty three, but has opened traversal to six one six. I don't understand that. I thought that was the whole point was just to bring it into one, or well, was I it think just to destroy gonna, Ultimate? Well, what, well, <laughs> ultimately, I think that was a big part of it. Uh, so oh. It looks like six one six and Ultimate are basically going to end up remaining fused. Um, some else. or all of the other multiverses, at least some. I don't think it's all. I mean, obviously they parsed down a bunch because even Battleworld doesn't have all of them, right? No. So it's actually they, a very small a, subset. But what they, it looks it's just like, neat. They wanted to grab the big ones, I guess, right. to see what they could. So, so it looks yeah. like what they did is it, this thing that they started three, four years ago started with the destruction of started with the. Uh, breaking down of the framework that the multiverse was built within. That's how this whole thing started back with New Marvel, the first New Now, Marvel New Now, whatever. Um, that was like one of the first things that happened in there was the beginning of the destruction of the framework that holds the universe, to, the multiverse together. So what's going to happen by the end of Battleworld and Secret Wars, it looks like, is there's going to be a new framework established. The universes are going to get split back up, possibly based on spider characters, kind of looking the way it's going, maybe. Oh, because they did include the... Uh, they've got spider Yeah, so, and that's really crazy awesome. 
Yeah, that was a pretty good book. Um, so it kind of looks like maybe they're going to split the multiverse back out based on kind of like the whole web of life idea and the multiverses that are going cool. to exist afterwards yeah. are going to be based. Each spider will take That's one. Awesome. And then um, and then somehow they're just going to be easier traversal between dimensions. Cool. So you want to hop over to Universe 53, just just go. You want to hop over to 616, just go. It's all um, a web of universes. Yeah, so... Literally. Um, Spider-Man yeah. is now like the... He's, he's an animal totem, is that right? Yeah. Cool. I said that right? Yeah, you did. Okay, okay. And he's super powerful or something. Uh, well, yeah, and we don't know which Spider-Man... Well, we know now that Miles Morales is getting a book called Spider-Man, and we know that he's going to be in the Prime Universe. I'm so, so happy. Uh, we don't know if there's going to be a companion Amazing Spider-Man that will be Peter, or there's been rumors that Peter's going to take kind of almost a Madam Web kind of mentor type role, uh, or that he might be part of some bigger team. Um, uh, so we've, we're starting to get announcements of what's going to come after Battle World. Uh, I like it and I don't like it because I would like to just experience it and get there and see what happens, but then at the same time... Instead of waiting... Know, Instead of waiting, you know, you can kind of get ahead and start, start trying to figure out how it's all going to fit together and stuff, and we'll see see how close it is. They just mm -hmm. pay attention to small details that if one thing you forgot and it pops up later, you're like, what? Wait, and then you have to read back, and you go, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, it all, it's like you really need to read all of them at once to keep a refresh mind because there's so much to keep track of. Well, yeah, there's that whole Avengers, new Avengers run was just so dense. It was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still reading the, the backups of Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, and how some of them are connected to Secret Wars. And even there, is just there's so much. Anyway, we're, we're getting off track again because that's, yeah. not, that's what we do. Yeah, um, Nick, Nick was saying something, I think. Oh, no. No, not really. Okay. We're currently okay. on trail. What has he done for the week? So, did you read comics? Matt was like, "Comics? Let me talk about stuff I know." <laughs> did you read Atelian Rising issue two? Uh no, not two. I've only read the first one. So, okay, I read two. Um, Peter Quill is a lounge singer at Black Bolt's oh nightclub. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of awesome. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you have anything else you played? Uh, I missed um, most of your stuff, so. I I played a little bit of PS4 early on, um, watching Bloodborne get played, which is more entertainment for me, uh, just because of the setting and everything. I already talked about it, but it's just so pretty. And um, oh, I played uh, before Arkham Knight came out. I played Batman Origins, Arkham Origins, and uh, for a little bit, and. I could feel how off it is from City and Asylum. I understand what people were saying that it it's good, just not Arkham City, Arkham Asylum good. I understand what they mean now. It's just they would have spent a little bit more time on it. I think it would have reached that kind of caliber. But it's still a fun game, and getting the story behind it, you know, an origin story. Mm -hmm. uh, I, so that was cool playing that, and then immediately not beating it, and then buying Arkham Knight. <laughs> Which I'll I will I'll go back and beat it and be like oh that makes sense now that's the that's it because of all the press it got that is like when I just have absolutely zero motivation to 
I just want the story. That's why I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play because of the story. You're yeah, talking about origins, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. wiki it. I'm just gonna wiki it and see if there's anything wow. just of relevance. Oh wow! I'm gonna but. play it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's uh as far as playing and uh, movie watching. Uh, did I watch anything? No, oh, can't no. do movies. That's it. <laughs> can't do movies. That's right. No, what we did, we can. In news, we can't. I I know I know the rules, yo. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I don't know the anything. rules. They change every other day. <laughs> I can't uh, think of anything of what I watched. The TV, um, yeah, yeah, nothing. All right, Mr. Nick. What have I been up to? Oh, here's a big announcement. I haven't played Destiny in a week. Wow, how bad did the withdrawal symptoms? Did you get platinum? Back? No, because and that's the whole thing is I can't get platinum, and I know it's not my fault. And I can say that honestly because I've soloed the game up to Uryu. I've soloed Crota up to Uryu flawlessly. And I just, I can't, I can't find a group of three now. I'm trying to just find three because I'm trying to cheese the bridge with everybody to go above. I can solo the first part. Uryu's easy if you have a bunch of people with 365 icebreakers. Like, it's just, it's, it's the fact that I can't find people. And it pisses me off that that's what's stopping me. So you can't go to the forums. You can't go anywhere. No, if if I ask for people, I find people. But then all those people aren't. Well, they're not. They don't know the raid as well as I do. So ah, so, so you, you need to find someone that already has glass? it. The vault of glass is harder. Is it really? Yeah, and it takes longer. It's a way better raid. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, instead of that, I've been doing Borderlands the pre sequel. Because nice. I actually get legendaries, and there's a whole bunch of them in the game. So you've right. seen that comic where it's three panels: it's Diablo three, uh, Borderlands, and Destiny, and it's like two hours of playing uh, Diablo three, and there's this pile of loot with rares and stuff, and, and every color under it. Yeah, every color there, and it's the same for Borderlands: loot all around him, everyone. And then in Destiny, it's like one guy with a gray one. in his hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I kind of found a common. No. It's, uh, I, can, I can get, I can guarantee, when you, when you get to the end game content, getting exotics isn't a problem anymore. It's more the fact that you get, it's like, oh, I don't, like me, I don't have a Galahorn. I don't have a Galahorn. I have 300 hours in the game and I don't have a Galahorn. Why? Because I have a Galahorn. I hate you. I think I have... Yeah, I, no, I don't I'm even know what a Galahorn is. I have a gal and I like, have a horn, but I don't it's have a an awesome uh-huh. rocket launcher. It's a rocket launcher that just kills everything in front of it, and I don't have All it. Right. So, uh, no, I've been doing Borderlands pre sequel. Um, I kind of am miffed at the fact that they. Did you hear what they did with the drop rate? No. They multiplied the drop rate of legendaries by three. Wow. So the wow. rarest type of gun in the game, you now have a three times more drop rate of getting. And yes, I have I'm I was miffed that you know oh it takes so long for me to get one legendary and that did get to me, but now I've gotten I think like three of them just fighting random enemies and doing random missions from bosses, and it's like I'm level 17 out of 70. I don't want legendaries yet. I don't even want to see orange until I hit true vault hunter mode because then all I'm doing is hey look how good this weapon is. Oh, look, in two levels, which takes like an hour. Oh, oh gone. <laughs> oh, I get it. So I'm just, I'm nuking them right away, and I all the excitement of seeing the Kerbloom or Volcano, that's not in pre-sequel, um, 
or all these cool legendaries. It's like, hmm, these would be awesome. 53 levels from now. <laughs> so... Because they drop at your level. They now. drop at your level with your stats. Yeah. So when you get them, you're like, I am God. But then two levels later, oh, these are crappy. What the hell? These commons are better. It's stupid. So wow. I'm not the biggest fan of them increasing it by that much. I think they should have increased it. But after a certain level has been reached, like let's say you'll start seeing them after level 50 or something. Yeah, because to me it was I, – I did the progression. From like level 1 to level 15, you did commons. From – 15 to roughly 30, you were doing, you know, greens and maybe some, some uncommon, some rares. And it, it leveled with you. And if you got a legendary, it, it would stay with you for like 10, 15 levels. But now they're just there everywhere. And it's just not as fun. Seeing the orange glow isn't as, oh my god, as it used to be. <laughs> See, it's so bad. I don't even play enough of these things to know what orange means. So seeing legendary, the rarest item in the game, one of them is, it's not a shock anymore. Hmm. Which pisses me off because I love getting the rare Uber stuff. There's nothing Uber in the game anymore. So, um, other than that, obviously Final Fantasy Record Keeper. I have Squall. He's level 46. I I want so badly to get his. Actually, I really want Irvine's. Have you seen his item? No. Oh my gosh! Fire 10 successive shots. Wow. So it just takes Squall's ability and allows somebody from the back end to multiply that by three. It's sick. So yeah. he just he hits ten, he hit, he just fires ten random shots at ten random enemies. It's okay, so it's bosses. like it's like Cyan's weapon, but just with ten instead of four. It's sick. It's really sick. So I want I want that. I want that badly. Um, other than that, haven't gotten any other five stars. Oh, I got Minotaur plate. Which sucks because I got the Veil of Annulment, so I already have like I now have two five star gear that can give you your entire party shell. Hmm. How do you, anyway, I, I don't know how you guys. I I must do something wrong with my Mithril because you guys have pulls like ten times more than I get pulls. Uh, apparently, I've been getting lucky with them. I'll give you that one because I've like I my entire team. I'll pull it up quick and show people. I'm a free to play player. I haven't put a dime into it, and I've been really tempted to because I want FF8 stuff because it's my game, and if they ever make a remake of FF8, I'm going to send in applications like crazy to work on it because I have programming knowledge. Um, but, yeah, I've actually gotten I've gotten a, like a bunch of five-star pulls. I've actually gotten five-star pulls I don't want because I, I can't use it. I actually can't use it. Like, I got the lightning sword, too, and the five-star lightning sword maybe... The main guy can use it, the one that you get from the beginning, mm -hmm. but it just no, nope. So, uh, anything else? Anything else? Uh, oh, I played a little more Sonic Generations. I'm trying to get all the red coins, like the collector's edition stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, trying to platinum that so I can finally start the list. Other than that, I've been cleaning. Crazy. And I got a bridal shower. My bridal shower. Not mine, I've been but... playing the cleaning game a lot too here. <laughs> yeah. Game. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. But I find me horrible. Playability is high. <laughs> yeah, this isn't even all of my five star equipment, if you can see it. I'm gonna keep talking so you maybe can. But like all my people have a five star item, if not two. 
Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's well, it's the highest one you can just draw. You can now forge up to seven. I, I have a level six Zentetsuken. Yeah, say. I've got two Zentetsukens, and I I don't want to I don't want to merge them. I just want to leave. I want to have the two level twenties. Well, that's like, the thing is I have I have a level a level six, and then I have a level or I have a level twenty. I have a level 26 star version, and I have a level 8 5 star version. And I'm like, I could have a level 7 Zentetsugen. That would be awesome. Or I could have two Zentetsugens. Yeah, I like that answer better. So. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, but yeah, I, the, I, I mean, I've got a decent amount of 5 star stuff. I mean, because some of the stuff you fuse together, you know, it's not all draws. You know, yeah, some of it you fuse I've got some together, of those too. 5 stars, but... Um, I still only have the the vanille uh, binding you. rod. I hate uh, you. I don't have a single character specific five star item. You don't have a single character specific. Yeah, that's the only one. Although my wandering warrior rate has gone way down. It started out really high. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be a great revenue stream, and all of a sudden it's trickled down to nothing. So yeah, I get like two hundred every three days if I'm lucky. Oh, okay. Well, I get more than that, but no, I get like. Nobody uses my character because I don't have character-specific items. Yeah. So I don't have field wipes, and you have the field wipe. <laughs> I don't know. The I think Sephiroth's is, is the... No, yours wipe. is. Because because of yours, I can deprotexga, deprotexga, and then because of the bash that they gave out of Festival of Gold, or whatever, the slam, I don't know what it is, yeah. the four-star, mm-hmm. my squall can now... Just okay. Deep protects got deep protects got. Squall smashes somebody in the face for 8k twice. No, yours is the best. Well, it's still it's still pulling a reasonable amount of hits. So, but it, I I thought I was going to get used to getting 24,000 go gill a, a day. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get used to that. Um. So anything else? No, I'm I'm going to end it there. I've only I've been doing the cleaning game and the getting ready for wedding game. We almost have our invitations. Woo! Ooh, nice. Yeah, I've been um, I've been doing uh, doing the you know summer stuff. You know, you got family stuff. You got yard work. We had another windstorm come through, so there's branches all over the yard and crap like that. that so I've been doing a bunch of that. Here. Um, but as far as the gaming front goes, I have been playing FFRK. I just got well. I had Irving from the previous thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the the growth egg for that, and then I got Squall uh, tonight. Actually, I've been kind of slacking, um, but I gotta get Squall set up and put in my party. Probably replace Irving actually, and then um, Irvine I heard is not doing so hot. Yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, it's a it's an okay character. There's no guns. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll see some of those eventually. Uh, but get get Squall in there. I don't have the Gunblade, but I've got that one FF8 sword that mm-hmm. looks like a Gunblade. Um, so I'll probably give him that. Uh, and then I want to get the two Memory Crystals, get that out of the way. Uh, I'm not sure how far I'm going to take Squall up with, with uh, Growth Eggs. I want to make sure I still have enough for whenever Sephiroth, Sephiroth redrops that I've got enough to just take him straight to 50. But... Um, the uh, let's see. So FFRK, um, I'm moderately keeping up. I'm never clearing any of the event dungeons, the elite side. I'll Can't. clear the regular side, but you know, Mark clears them without even you know scratching a finger up his butt. So uh, and Kate last, 
And Kate, last I heard, has like over half of her characters at level fifty now. I don't know what she's doing God. with the experience with the experience dungeon. Well, you on can Sunday. just take like once you get a character to thirty, you can take them to their world and then just have them solo worlds, and then they get all the experience. Plus, they get one point five times experience. Plus, if you master it, then you get double experience. So, I mean, you just and you can sit there and, and they have like ninety, what ninety energy? I have seventy four. Yeah, I got like seventy-two or seventy-three or something like that. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah they're they're doing something different than I'm doing because they're getting way more experience on the experience Sunday oh, than way. I do. So. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I've been putzing around with that. I beat all of the levels for Super Exploding Zoo this weekend. Um, wow. It was fun. Fun little game, um, you know. It's actually meant for the Vita. I played it on PS4 because everybody was having fun watching it, so played it on the big I, screen. Actually, I have to give you credit on that. I did. I did play Super Exploding Zoo. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. I, I was. It was decent. It, there were some levels that were frustrating, but a little bit repetitive. But um, some of the trophies are ridiculous. I don't. I don't think I'll be trophy hunting that one. I thought that might be an easy one to trophy hunt, but. There's a couple of those trophies, and some of them rely on verses. Every time mm. I've been on there, it's unable to find other players. <laughs> so, oh, jeez. So, uh, yeah, I think I'd have to get you or somebody specifically online just so there's another player playing the game. Well, maybe you and um, I can tackle some trophies out of the way then later. Yeah. Um, so I did play that. I played uh, the episode two of Tales of the Borderlands. Uh, that's still the only one that's dropped. Episode three still has not dropped. Um, I'm loving it. I've, I've not played any of the Borderlands games. Um, so Handsome fun. Jack gets reintroduced in here. Uh, this is post-spoiler, his departure. So um, <laughs> he's, a, he's a computer ghost. Uh, so that's, that's kind of mm-hmm. interesting because only the main character can see him. Um, so not knowing who Handsome Jack is, you, you get a pretty good idea real quick of who Handsome Jack is. Oh, yeah, you do. But uh, here, let me strangle you just a little bit. Um, you, you really need to you really figure out who he is when he buys a diamond pony and calls her <laughs> Butt Stallion. That is the actual name. And then you have to rescue Butt Stallion and then DLC. It's hilarious. I love oh, the writing of Borderlands. Gosh. So um, that that's that was pretty fun. So got that. I started the Game of Thrones, the t- Telltale's uh, Game of Thrones games. I'm into episode three. Four is out already. I did not get through three. Haven't started four yet. Um, corollary, I now have legitimate access to Game of Thrones episodes, so I need to get caught up on that too. Um, then also there this this weekend there was some uh, group playing of some Hell Divers in Magicka two. Similar games of uh, four-player, multiplayer, online, uh, sort of cooperative, but um, personally I prefer Helldivers because you actually do get a bonus out of playing with other people. Magicka, it's basically you're going to die. It's going to be cheap, you're going to get pissed off, and you're going to die. Or if you do. If you do. Because all of the spells and everything kill you just as quickly, if not quicker, than they kill any of the enemies. So some guy gets surrounded by a bunch of crabs and does a fire blast spell, and you happen to be in the radius of that. You're on fire. You're screaming. You're dying. If you can get a water spell off in time to put you out, you might not die, but then the minute that next enemy walks up and hits you, you fall over dead. Now, there's infinite revives, right? I mean, there's no limit to how many times. As long as somebody is still alive in the party, you can be revived. 
but it's so it's, it's you got to have a tolerance for just pointless dying, and I really don't. <laughs> I really don't have for pointless dying. So, uh, but the entire game appears. I I don't know Norwegian, but I live in an area where I hear enough people say enough words of Norwegian that I think the entire game is voiced in Norwegian. So fun. Or, or some Scandinavian language. It, it definitely sounds Norwegian to me. Um, so that's weird. But everything's subtitled, so Urstaburka Nakahurka, yeah. Oh, sure, whatever you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry to any people who speak Norwegian out there. I don't understand the language. So. That you're going uh, Swedish right there for a second. Yeah, we're going yeah. Swedish. Yeah. It could be Swedish too. I, I don't know, but it, it, it enough of it sounds Norwegian-esque that I think it is. But I think the Nor developer's Norwegian too, if I remember correctly. But anyway. Um, I could be completely off base on that, and uh, our one viewer, feel free to lambaste me in the comment section if I'm completely wrong. I suppose we should open the comment section so I could see if somebody's actually writing in there. Um, the one person. Please one write person. to us. <laughs> yes, if you have any questions for later in the show, please put them in the question and answer box now. Um, okay, so Helldivers and Magicka 2. I uh, still prefer Helldivers for a four-player multiplayer uh, where there is still friendly fire and you still do sometimes die cheap deaths. Uh, at least it feels like, you know, we can get a tactic together. You know, like Mark runs a mech, I run the healing cannon. You know, the other two are just running, like one's got a shotgun and the other one's just got a standard rifle. And, you know, we've each kind of got our roles figured out in life and we've got our perks all lined up so that, you know, we can do what we want to do. Magicka, it's just like bum rush you with enemies because that's the way you'll get to killing your friends the quickest. Yeah, they talked about that in one of the other games. Um, I think it was The Division, actually. Apparently that's a big problem. Friendly fire? Yeah, oh, because and it's, it's not friendly fire with your group. It's friendly fire with random people that show mm. up. Because you can friendly fire random people and then you turn into a rogue enemy and then apparently you can get killed. You can get killed by your own teammates, which will then steal the rare item you just got from a group. It's a weird thing. Oh, this is that whole thing Mark was pitching a fit about. If any of you ever kill me, I will at your face. Okay, so now I have to. <laughs> I now have a new goal in life, and that's by division and epically kill Mark all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just random no-scope sniper shots. Yeah, I'll 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 play I'll play the division with him. That's, that's the whole reason why I'm getting it on the PS4. Uh, oops, sorry. Oops, sorry. All right. Well, then the other thing I did pick up a little game probably no one's ever heard of, but it was uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Um, yeah. Picked that up last night. Got a couple hours in. It is so pretty. Not that that's a reason to get a game because I play a lot of games that aren't, but that game is ridiculously pretty. I mean, like. The in-game sequences look like cutscenes from City. Oh uh, man, it's it's just really and again you you've got Kevin Conroy behind the mask and Perfect. man that guy can ever stops voice voice acting I'll probably just have to stop watching anything playing. Batman ever. Just stop playing games. Just yeah, to watch a cutscene and just be like, this isn't the same. No, and I I I would have never guessed. You know that there's always been a discontinuity with Commissioner Gordon's voice in this game series with what I think it should be, 
but I'll be darned if it doesn't work, especially for this one, because everything's just literally gone to crap. It's the whole everything is, is it, just gone to crap. Is it Gilbert Godfrey or who, what are you talking about? That would be worth it. That, that, that would be. No, it's just I don't know. It's 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 more gruff. You know I. I, I hate know, when he does that. I, I think I think of Gordon as stern, and again I'm probably thinking to the the, the 90s animated voice actor, which I don't think uh, this is the same guy. But this guy's just a lot gruffer with the way he does the voice. It's a hard um, life, yeah. Which doesn't hard necessarily life. inconsistent with the character. It just it doesn't. The first time I hear it, it seems weird, and then I get used to it right away. Um, so he's 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 doing a really good job. You know, Batman disappears on him right out of the intro every damn time. <laughs> you know, he turns around to see where he is and he's gone. Um, so the uh, you know the tone of it, it it's it's just it's really really good. They they've nailed with those three games again. I can't speak to the to the origins, but uh, to the three prime games, they just really do a good job of crafting a good Batman story and presenting it well. Um, I love the Batmobile. There are a couple of oddities you got to get used to in controlling it, but I don't think it's anything near game-breaking. I know some people have a huge problem with the Batmobile, but I don't specifically know what their concerns are. I know the concerns that Mark uh, early on had said that he had about it are completely not true in the slightest. It is not on the rails at all. As a matter of fact, I spend most of my time trying to keep the dang thing in control enough that I'm not smashing everything in Gotham City with my bat tank, because it literally is the bat tank. It is it um, is it destroys walls and buildings and everything in the street. There's there's some hilarious stuff though, because uh, it won't let you run over people. Uh, so instead of running over, because there are people all over in the streets, everybody's a bad guy. There's like five good guys in the entirety of Gotham City, or of Gotham City at this point. And everyone on the ground running around is a bad guy. They're thugs, whatever. So you can just run around the city just beating up people all day if that's what you want to do. You never have to play the game. You just beat up thugs all day. Um, but if you're driving the Batmobile through the city, which I am prone to do, hitting the afterburner because, you know, that makes it all the easier to control, um, and people are in the street, and you're just plowing toward them, a little turret will pop up out of the Batmobile and tase them and push them out of the way <laughs> before you run over them. <laughs> so it's it's kind of funny because you get you get this little tase gun and coming out and keeping you from killing people. Um, I didn't try this, but Dave said uh, he likes shooting people. Now apparently, because the Batmobile does turn into the Bat Tank and uh, lets you take out these enemy tanks that are mysteriously appearing in Gotham City, and uh, so apparently when you when you go into tank mode and fire at people, it swaps out the ammunition for rubber bullets. A 60-millimeter hmm. rubber bullet is probably still lethal, I'm thinking. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Prison garden, everybody. Dave, Dave's counter to that was, it's probably a beanbag, beanbag round. Um, so, uh, anyway, apparently it switches to rubber bullets and you can take out people with the with the guns if you want to work practice on precision shots and stuff. Um, it never even occurred to me to do that because, well, it's Batman. Why would he shoot guns at people? You, you shoot guns at the, it's, at the it's uh, automaton tanks. Dave, man. So, yeah, it's Dave. Dave. It's Dave. Dude's going to be a dad. Dave. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> but the uh, so uh, so far it's great. Um, you can get around the city the the old school way, like like you did Ar um, Arkham City. You can uh, you know just uh, use your bat claw thing and and just zoom all over town. The glide is amazing. The power the power bomb dive. Actually, if you power bomb and swoop up, you get a lot more lift off that now than you did in Arkham City. Um, uh, the uh, there's a lot of streamlining. You can now do combat moves. You can use your uh, you can use your Wayne Tech while you're gliding. It's uh, moves you have to unlock, but you can throw batarangs and you can fire explosive gel and use different stuff while you're gliding. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I did this accidentally or if this is actually a thing. But I saw the Batmobile over there. I was in detective mode, so I fired off the thing, did the turbo boost, flew up right above it, and then power by power bomb dive down at it. And right huh. at the last second, it the cockpit flooped open. He did a flip and slammed into the seat. The cockpit slammed shut, and we took off. It was like, did it really just do that? <laughs> you weren't so, like, I just did that, yeah. It was like, that was, that was, that was freaking <laughs> awesome. Orgasm. Yeah, the the opening sequence um, toward the thing you're talking to Oracle, which is pretty cool because I think you guys have probably seen this, but the gauntlet now projects like a hologram view of Oracle out now when you're talking to her. And uh, the opening, one of the toward the end of the opening sequence, she's like, "What are you gonna do, Bruce?" And he's like, "Even the odds." And then it's down in the corner, L1, even the odds. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, there, there is a bit of button confusion. Just having played the other two, the button layout is a lot different, actually. Uh, so I do have a little bit of button confusion still, trying to unlearn what I spent two games learning. Um, so uh, for people that have played the games further apart, it probably won't be as big of a deal. But uh, for me, just having come off of those, I'm having a little bit of button confusion. Like, I keep on trying to go to detective mode. That button's not detective mode anymore. Um, so uh. so uh, it's like, wait, wait, oh, crap, i got to go over here. Um, so there's uh, that. Uh, but otherwise, overall, so far, it's a great game. Sadly, rolling right into news, Turo, we have some disappointing news about Arkham Asylum. Yeah, Arkham for our Matthew. Keep on doing that, Arkham Knight. <laughs> for Christopher Nolan. Uh, wait, no, wrong. Uh, um, no, we're yeah, wrong. For one, for the Master Race. You yeah. see, um, your Arkham Knight is not working. <laughs> your Arkham Knight is not. All your Arkham Knight are not belong to you. It's probably not Master Racy enough for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we'll just have to play it ourselves. Um, yeah. Something happened. They was just it wasn't working properly. I think is what was showing up. Performance and issues, then, graphics issues, pieces of the HUD missing. Just weird things happening for the if you bought it on Steam. Uh, so they're giving everybody a refund who bought it if they want it, and then all of a sudden it just boop, it's gone from Steam. You can't even buy it right now. So even if you want to buy it and say how buggy it is, you know they won't let you. So PC, you gotta wait a little bit. Uh, that's what you get for being all master and racy. Yeah, so they are—they have removed it from Steam. Um, it is going to be updated, fixed, and put back on the Steam. Anyone that's keeping theirs will get the updated version once it's put up. Anyone that wants a refund can just uh, uh, let's see—it's uh, help.steampower.com. 
mm-hmm. um, to get to get to how to get a refund for. Or for if you game. got it from your retail your retail store, then you can just return it. Yep. So. Um, it's this a bummer. Is, this, because I think this is, is kind of an overreaction on their part, based on some of the stuff like with uh, uh, Assassin's Creed that happened within the last year. Uh, so I think they're trying to be as proactive on this as possible, even to the point of it's kind of silly. Um, it's like if you bought the game and you want the game, just wait for the patch. It's not going to take them that long to do it. No. But if Some you really, really, really are time. pissed about it, we're, we're going to give you the option. Since that was such a big deal with Assassin's Creed Unity, I think this is just kind of a... I don't want to call it a knee jerk, but they're they're going above and beyond because some of the perceptions of late. Nick. Yeah. Were you saying something? I think I talked over. I thought I talked over you. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Thanks for coming back, though. But no, you're good. Okay. So um, <clears throat> I know my. Uh, did you did you buy it, Turo? I bought it on the one. You bought it on the one, man. I tell you. Even if I get it on the four, it's not like we can play with each other. I know, but still, come on, man. I got to get those delicious achievements, man. My gamer score's got to go up. And also, yeah, it's called PlayStation now, score. Now on the side, uh, well, it's been on there for a while, but on the on the second page of the Xbox One, it actually shows your uh, friends list, and and for that month, who has who has had or who got the most achievements. For that month, so now you can see your friends, and I'm like, oh, I'm only. It really two is the bro away. box one now. It's bro awesome. box one. Look at your I'm bros, like, bro. Shows you what, who, who's been playing the most, or what game has been played the most. All who's the it right now, calling. and everything. So yeah, thankfully, I'm glad that my friends list. I don't see one thing of Call of Duty in there. So. <laughs> oh, that like, would make me very guys, happy. Like you guys are my friends. There's <laughs> Destiny in there. There's. Uh, there's Forza's in there. Friends don't those. let friends play Destiny. <laughs> well, friends don't let friends play Call of Duty. Destiny's okay, but that's only when you don't have friends. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, but as far as I, as far as I, I've not, I've not seen any bugs in Arkham Knight on the PS4. I'm assuming you haven't either yet on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So, gotta kind of wonder what. Oh, oh, you played the install game. You haven't actually played yeah. the game yet. You played the install but, game. Now that has to exist. The actual oh. install game. Sad, sad story. But uh, a word of a word of, well, two things. First, on the thing of of uh, gamer score, I did level in my PSN level again. So, dang yeah. it, I gotta beat you. Um, and uh, two, I, um, <clears throat> being that I live in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and the closest place of, of game buying, basic, well, okay, that's not entirely true because there are Walmarts closer, but uh, I usually buy my games from Best Buy because I've got their reward program and all that mm-hmm. crap. So anyway, um, <clears throat> sometimes I'll get them shipped, sometimes I pick them up. So I decided I was going to pick this one up. So I get, after work on Tuesday, I go over there, pick it up because I'm not going to drive in for a midnight release, even if they do not release. Um, and then got it and drove home. And then thinking, okay, I've got some stuff to do, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to throw it into the PS4 quick, get it installing, it'll start downloading the patch and everything. Great. So I just, I don't even turn the PlayStation on, I just push the disc in, I hear it fire up, I head on my way, do my other stuff, come back a few hours later, a couple, three hours later. You didn't hit accept or something? No. Um, 
it's not, there's no screen. I just turn the screen on, turn the sound system on. There's no screen. It's just black screen. I look down. It's pulsing a blue light on the status bar. And for those of you who do don't know, um, there's basically three colors on the status bar on the PlayStation 4. White, which is during normal operations. Blue, which is during startup and shutdown. And mm -hmm. orange, which is during standby. Um, mm -hmm. And flashing blue light and nothing. I mean, the fan's running. I can hear the disc running. I hit the eject button. It spits the disc out. I put the disc back in. It, you hear it spin up and everything. Nothing outputting to the screen. Oh, okay, time for Google. And basically, a flashing blue light means something bad happened. <laughs> it's it's literally like the all other error, power error, startup error, hard drive error, BIOS failure error, or something, BIOS error. Yeah, basically any generic error that you could have. So the thing never started up. So I wasted three hours thinking it was installing and doing all the updating. Um, Fortunately for me, I've, I read some people had to go through a few more flip, flips than I did. I just held my finger on the power button until it finally shut down and then started it back up. It did the whole recovering hard drive thing, and then everything was fine. Um, and I'll read download certificates in my case, plus the one that I got as part of the pre-order from Best Buy, and then the skin pack that the PSN had for free. It was like... And they were actual downloads. These weren't key unlocks. This wasn't on disk content. There was content. These were actual, no kidding, had to download stuff for. So the Scarecrow missions, the Harley Quinn missions, the exclusive PlayStation or the PlayStation skin pack, the the Wayne Tech booster that was the Best Buy bonus, and then the and then the new 52 skins for Batman, Robin, and Nightwing were free on the PSN. So that I think that's the most immediate DLC I've ever had for any game ever. And if you get the if you get the the season pass, it's there's at least one new content thing every month for six months that you get. Um, it's 40 bucks though, so that's outside of my that's outside of my caring level. All right, we spent way too much time on Batman, but I'm loving that game, so I'm fine with it. Um, okay, so Batman, yes, you like. I understand some people have complaints about it. Go out there, read up on it. I personally find the Batmobile slash Bat Tank to be perfectly acceptable, um, and uh, so far I have I have nothing that I could even remotely complain. Okay, one thing I can remotely complain about: if the Riddler missions continue to be what the first one was. Those will get annoying really fast, um, but they are optional. So if I decide I don't want to mess with the Riddler, I'll just not mess with the Riddler. Okay, um, I know we talked about this a little bit before we fired up the podcast. Uh, do you have the article up, Nick, for Destiny? I basically. Or do you want me to lead in on it? I've got it pretty well memorized. What's going on? Or what do you want to know well, about it? Do you, well, what do you well, what do you want our our viewer to know about it? <laughs> So, here's what I know so far. Uh, there's a big controversy and a big uproar coming around, basically stating, with Destiny's new expansion, the Taken King, some, the, the small amount of people are going, oh, $40 for an expansion is too much. And the rest of the internet is saying, well, if there's enough content, it's kind of worth it. Plus, the Diablo 3 expansion was 40 bucks, and that's awesome. So, shush. 
the big debate now is if you pay here's how the the scale works you pay 40 bucks you get the taken king if you're over if you're level 30 or higher you get a special in-game content because of the or if you have the two previous DLCs before you buy the taken king then you have you get another bonus like veteran player stuff cool you can also buy Destiny, the original game, both, what is it, both both expansions and the new Taken King for $80. Also, pretty good deal for new players. The final one is for, I think it's 100 I could be wrong on price point, but for more than $80, you get all four of those things, plus a special, digit, uh, a special collector's version, which gives you exclusive in-game content for for use in game. Some of it's a bit additional experience, but it's apparently the, well, I'm going to say two things that are, people are fighting about. It's more one, but I'm going to say because I'm part of the two. The two big things people are fighting about is with that additional, with the, the exclusive version, you get three exotic items. It's all class items, but you still get three exotic items and new emotes only the, uh, only through the collector's version. What the argument is, as people are saying, I have to pay $80 for content I already have just to get this exclusive like class item and the exclusive emotes. What made it worse was one of the Bungie developers went on to an interview and said, oh, if you saw the emotes, you'd be throwing money at the screen. That's almost a quote, by the way. They actually said you'd throw money at the screen. So Bungie, Bungie got hate beyond hate, and I'm actually kind of pissed off that they didn't have a simple hierarchy where it's you can buy Taken King for 40 you can buy Taken King plus exclusive content for 50 you can buy all previous Destiny year one content plus the Taken King for, what was it, 80 and then you can buy mm-hmm. all that plus special edition for 90 Simple system, simple works. And uh, not minor minor corrections to what you're saying, just just so Please. folks know, um, the collector's edition is the eighty dollars edition. There there is not another higher level, at least according oh, to what I only have eighty. Okay. So it's the the forty or the eighty. Um, the forty does not appear to co- include this. It's the eighty dollar collector's edition that includes yeah. the uh, the stuff, and that's where the the initial uproar came in. Um, although I, the number of people I've seen complain about shaders and emotes, you would swear they're the most important things ever. But uh, I think the the Why? exotics are probably a bigger deal. Um, yeah. There's there's another line in here that I'm not entirely sure, but something about if you would have to spend money to rebuy parts. Oh no, never mind. Okay, I I misread that. That's no, the whole. You, you I can't that, I can't just right. get that exclusive content for like five ten bucks. I have to rebuy right. everything I paid for. And I had a season right. pass. I, I thought it was saying that they had to rebuy their parts, like their armor and weapons and stuff. So I, I no, misread. I misread the line. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So Mr. Uh, Luke, uh, what was his last name? Luke Smith. Luke Smith. Uh, got interviewed by got interviewed by Eurogamer. And okay, I'll be fair. I saw this article pop up. I started hearing people yip about it. I heard Mark yip about it. I heard John yip about it. I read it. It was obvious to me that this guy was out of his depth. Completely yeah. obvious to me that this guy was just out of his depth, was not truly prepared for this interview, and there may have been a cultural... This is Eurogamer, so I don't know exactly who interviewed him or what country they're from, 
so I don't know if there was a cultural language barrier. I mean, I think everybody was speaking English, but people from all across the world can speak English and still not effectively communicate. Um, so I felt bad for the guy because he was not prepared and he was completely out of his depth. At the same time, to quote himself, that random developer looks like an asshat. He, he ended up completely looking like a moron and just he not did. caring. Um, it's almost as bad as that drunken interview for, with uh, Adam Boyce on it that, that hit after E3. Um, mm -hmm. So... Uh, so Bungie has announced that they are going to do something exclusive or something for veteran players. They haven't said what, but if you get the expansion and you're at least level 30, you're going to get some VIP stuff. Yeah, don't nowhere near as good as... We, no, have, we don't know. I mean, my, my guess is at this point they're going to over-deliver. Even if they had originally only planned a few things, they're going to tweak it at this point. Um, Luke Smith did offer a pretty well written, and uh, and he is the creative direct is a creative director with Destiny. Uh, specifically, he was the lead creative director for the Taken King. Um, so you know his job is not PR. <laughs> just to be fair, um, and he should not have been the one doing the talking, or he should have had someone with him that was was helping throttle him. Um, Much more throttle him in the yeah throttle him not throttled but <laughs> yeah anyway throttle him verbally, um, <laughs> so uh, he uh, he said you know he he's if you knew me and you could have heard how I was saying things you would have you would have probably not thought it was so bad but putting uh, putting it into text uh, you lose a lot and you guys don't know me and you know yeah I came off looking like an idiot. Uh, and you're you're right. Reading it myself, he's basically if I was reading this and I didn't know me, I would think I was an asshat. Yeah. So um, you know he's 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 apologizing and saying you know we're doing something for you veteran guys. We're gonna make it right. Um, now there will be some people that will never be happy unless they get all Bungie uh, all Destiny content free for the rest of their lives because there's always those extremists. Yeah, I think you'll probably I think you'll probably end up getting more exotics. Um, or at least more gear. Whether they're all exotics or not, I don't know, but I think you'll end up getting more gear. Um, and uh, probably by the end of it, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't end up getting the exact same thing that the uh, Collector's Edition folks are getting, and then something else, too. Wouldn't surprise me. I, I could be completely wrong, but Bungie has been in a really weird position because they went from the darling darling child that could do no wrong, everything they did, touched, turned to gold, and was amazing. And with Destiny, that hasn't happened. And yeah. they've really come off like that kid who's always gotten A's, and now they've gotten a C or a D on a test, and they just they know what to do, so they just keep on acting like they're still getting A's. Yeah. Because they, they literally don't know what to do. And Activision is not helping them at all. No. No. Activision should have reeled these guys in and gotten them together and gotten this care of long ago, and they have not done no. that. So, as as we know, Activision is the new EA. They've been that for oh. a while. Um, that hurts to and hear. EA actually looks like they give a crap. So, <laughs> cats and dogs living together, everything's squirrely. Um, I like your example of the so, fact that they were so big, but they just they've been epically failing. These last few. Well, I mean, they 
<clears throat> I think they were basically hand-fed by Microsoft. I think they were groomed. I think they were told how pretty and awesome they were and were regularly petted and fed and watered. And and they did not make as much money as a developer because of it, because Microsoft did take their mother Microsoft chunk. So they went independent, thinking, okay, you know what? To heck with you, Microsoft. We're going to make all the monies. And they lashed on with Activision, but they lost that parent figure. They, they're like that teenager that never had to lift a finger in the house, and then they get out and they have to have a job, and they just don't know what to do. Um, so I've done two kid analogies there. Um, so, but I mean, it's really what it is. It's like they went through their teen years, and now they're going through those awkward 20s where they don't know what to do because they've never had to do any of this stuff before. Oh, we just can't um, flip burgers for the rest of our lives? Oh, this is going to suck. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wait a minute, I have to do my own laundry? Microsoft yeah. always did my laundry before. And, um, it, you know, and so, it put it away for me. This isn't cool. Exactly. So, um, Bungie guys, I, I hope you, if you, if you, nobody's listening to this, but if you were, you know, you know, get your stuff together, get your house together, get yourself in order, and come back stronger and harder with Destiny 2 or whatever you choose to do next. Almost did and, it. Uh, oh, yeah, almost. <laughs> I almost did unintentionally there. That, that was wild. Um, in other news, this one, I hadn't heard about this one until I talked to Mark right before the show that he wasn't going to be able to make it. And um, he said, oh, yeah, go on to Kotaku and look up that, that, that thing about Final Fantasy VII. I'm like, okay, I'm on Kotaku. There's like 40 things about Final Fantasy VII on here. What are you talking about? The one about Nomura. Okay, so i oh. looking it up. <laughs> so we all got pretty well surprised. I mean, it had leaked, but none of us really believed it, right? I mean, I don't know that any of us went into E3 believing that the rumor that there was going to be a Final Fantasy VII remake was true. I thought it was I all actually thought, I thought the entire Sony press conference was just going to be one of the guys coming out with a microphone and screaming into it, we're not making Final Fantasy VII and dropping it <laughs> and walking away. As, as they're playing Final Fantasy VII in the back. Yeah, and then it comes up in the back screen, and he's like, no, 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 cut it, that's next E3, and then, then it goes live. Like oh, that would have been awesome. Well, they faked us out with it enough times, and, you know, they finally did. And, again, we know it's not very far into development. If, you know, we, we know it's not until 2017 at best. They have but, a cut scene, uh, I'm happy. That, that cut scene, if that's a representative, I, I'm just... I'm just hoping we get a good battle system because that could break the game. I mean, we already know the game. we know that they're changing up the story. We know that they're keeping the core ideas. We know that they're keeping the core uh, events, but we also know that they're cutting some stuff, adding some other stuff, enhancing other stuff. We're probably gonna get a lot more story. Uh, we're gonna get good. a lot more well well translated story. <laughs> um, I expect we'll see inclusion of the larger Final Fantasy VII story stuff, uh, you know, specifically probably um, uh, Crisis Core, you know, and being the direct prequel that leads into it. Uh, we'll probably see more content or more reference to stuff from that in there. Um, but <laughs> the, game is, the game is being directed by Tetsuya Nomura. Except he didn't know that. He didn't know that he was unveiling of at E3. So here's a guy wow. who's been working on stuff, and he didn't really know what. I mean, what he didn't know what the project was he was working on or being getting ready to work on. But prior to the official unveiling, his the original 
the original he was the original creator, the designer, right? The the original character designer was was Tetsuya Nomura. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously he was going to be included in the game in some way, but he had no idea that he was going to be the director. The director. <laughs> the director of the game had no idea <laughs> until the until the uh, day until the day it was announced. Um, I I wish Mark was here because he would have a better statement on how. Uh, Japanese or un-Japanese, both Square Enix is doing of that, and him coming out right and say it, which which seems kind of weird because um, he did, you know, that they're very formal and very uptight mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So you would you don't really rat out your partner. Uh, so this admission that you know he wasn't in on the joke the whole time seems kind of very un-Japanese uh, to me. But uh, there's been more and more of that recently, so. It could be a, a bucking trend that we're we're looking at in the culture, at least the video game culture. Um, so that that's pretty pretty funny. Um, he is currently still working on Kingdom Hearts three, so yeah. uh, so he's going to be parallel working them apparently. So, but he said um, uh, he said that they did find out that apparently um, the remake isn't top priority by anybody's list. Nobody is actively like, oh, we need to get this done. They're working on it. They will get it done. They will work on it. It will come out. It does exist. It is a thing, but it's not a top priority thing because of Kingdom Hearts 3, Final Fantasy 15, Final Fantasy right. 15, Final Fantasy 15. Yes, Another which stuff. it really ticks me off that they saved all of that for Tokyo Game Show. That's so annoying. I um, want to I really wanted to get something. I knew we wouldn't get a lot because of Tokyo Game Show, but I really was hoping we'd get something. We got nothing. Um, so the uh, so it's just kind of a funny little thing, you know, and the fact that they would admit to it. And yeah, but you're right. It's not anybody's top project at, project this time because they've got projects they've got to get out the gate. They've got to get these out. So they've got people working background stuff. I'm sure they've got some. You know, interns or low-level, <laughs> low low-pay level employees working on getting the basic stuff done, getting some of the you know some of the core either character design or level design or artwork or probably just digging out the archives of all the old stuff and getting it organized and laid out and ready to to be worked on. Um, so, but that was that was a cute little story. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was funny. Um, so apparently, um, apparently the Elder Scrolls Online on the console apparently isn't as bad as the PC. I've uh, been hearing a lot more positive uh, reviews and comments about it, and in the in the uh, console space than we did when it hit the PC space. How much of that's huh. <clears throat> how much of that is uh, enhancements that they've done to it, a la Final Fantasy fourteen take two. Or if it's just uh, tolerance level of the the players on the consoles, I'm not entirely sure. However, patch version 1.04 is coming out for the PS4 uh, Hmm. today. 15.9 gigabytes. Oh, that's it? Whoa. 15.9. That's bigger than some people's download limits. Uh, that is 15.9 gig. Uh, they're saying it's so big because it combines patches 1, 2, 3, and 4. 
um, the team has acknowledged that the frustrating patch size, because it's going to take... That would even take Mark a while to download. <laughs> that would. 15 gigs? That's huge. It's, it's almost 16 gigs. It's just shy of 16 gigs. Um, and they're, they're stressing that they're going to do their best to avoid cumulative patches like this in the future. Um, yeah. But there is a ton of stuff. If you're interested, go out there and look. You can see what all the updates and the new stuff is, but it is a lot of stuff, especially if you don't have... Uh, I don't know if patches 1 through 3 have been released previously or if this is the first patch they've released. It just happens to be four patches worth of stuff. Um, so what do you guys think? I mean, we, we keep on seeing this where... The day one patch on Batman was three and a half gig. I don't know what the total size of the game is, but that was a pretty hefty thing. But my day, my internet was running pretty well, so I think it took me hour, hour and a half ish to download that. It was probably longer, but I didn't, I didn't time it. And in the midst of that, I was downloading all the Scarecrow missions and the Harley Quinn missions and all the skin packs and DLC stuff too. So it wasn't. And- dedicated to just downloading the patch. Um, but, I mean, that still takes a good amount of time. I, I would imagine a 15.9 gigabyte update, I would basically just start it at like 8 o'clock at night and hope by 8 o'clock the next morning it was done. <laughs> 12 hours. You know? That's a little big. Wow. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea how long that would take. Um, that's assuming my network connection would be long enough to <laughs> continually download. Um so you guys think, is this, is this a, a trend that we can continue to support? Is, no. is the fact that the, the governing body of the Internet has now said that 25 megabits per second is the minimum for definition of broadband? Um, what, what about players who don't have high speed or don't have uh, high data limits like a satellite? You know, we've got several people out in our neck of the woods, uh, Nick and I, that are actually on satellite which mm-hmm. you pay a lot for not very much data limit and not that great speeds. Um, so if you want to do something like this, you almost need to see if you can find a way that someone else can download the patch for you and you know you can install it from, from, uh, from a third-party drive, which honestly on the PS4, I don't even know if you can do. Not yet. Um, but uh, thoughts? I keep rambling. Turn I don't... Oh, Terrell, let's go Terrell first. Uh, Nick, no, I'll go first. Nick, yeah, go Nick, ahead, Nick. No. Okay, for me, it, 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 I feel like it's allowing developers to be. I don't know what the right word is. It's, it's allowing developers to be sloppy, yeah. Because oh, you can just you know they have to. My thought on it is, if they have a release date set, then they have a final version of the game set, and then if somebody finds a game-breaking bug, you push the release date back. Because when you say, okay, we're shipping it, you need to finish compiling your final version, verify your final compiled version works. You need to, then once that's done, you need to actually put those things on disks and figure out what server you're going to put it on to allow it to be downloaded, plus a lot of other reasons. The fact that they're putting out four gigabyte, four gigs worth of patches on day one means they're just shipping it out early and telling them to fix it later. And that's not worth it. Because you could fix it for a whole lot cheaper a whole lot sooner if you just pushed it back for two months. Well, 
I, I get what you're saying there, and <clears throat> I yeah you know, I I can sympathize right because the the going gold in production and packing and shipping takes time, right? So yeah. they're losing what it's probably two months from the time they put out the gold disc to the, to the time it hits shelves, mm-hmm. give or take. Give or take. Um, so that's two months of development they're losing in effect from the time the game ships to the time that you play it. And I see how online patching and day one patches can help with that because you can ship with a minor issue. You know you've got the fix already figured out. You just don't have time to get the code in. Um, but now, yeah, I mean, okay, a patch... A patch a bigger than megabytes. 500 meg... A patch bigger than 500 meg feels excessive. That's the thing. If it's like, oh, oops, we found a little problem, we have a hot fix. Happens to everybody. Happens all the time. You want to give me a 10, 15 minute download to fix your issue? No big deal. Uh, oh, hey, we found a little problem. Six gigs later, no. <laughs> no, that's not a little gigs problem. Later. That's, yeah, that's me downloading game. another game. That's yeah, an entire game. You're telling me to re-download a game just because, oh, the, this little glitch is graphical. No. Fix your stuff before you send it out. You'll have a lot happier customers, I'll tell you that. Yep. Especially for those that can't can't get the patch right away and have to try to play it without it. You know, yeah, exactly. And some games don't let you yeah, even play it unless you can play it. Yeah. I'm assuming that they're not connected to the internet if they can't download the patch. I'm kind of assuming okay. that their console isn't directly connected to the internet all the time. Okay. Okay. So that's Hero. my opinion. Um. Well, I see it as again sloppy. Yes, I see it as kind of lazy. Like, uh, like, like Nick said, it's just ah, poop. Well, we found this. Mm, but we already said the release date was this, and you know I kind of want to relax a little bit while we just get this patch ready and not push it, and then we'll just you know have it open whenever you know the first day comes out. Uh, but at the same time, I like that everything is getting updated all the time. I remember whenever um, there was an update, sometimes you'd be like, well, an update? Was it was it gonna do? Was it gonna fix things? Is it gonna do things? I remember getting an update on Halo Two. And it was to fix a weapon or something, and that was a big deal because we never ever get that. We're like, oh no, my gosh, they're actually, they're actually changing something. Oh my gosh, the needler got. Oh my gosh, the needler's not strong anymore. Like, oh, what do we, what do we do? Like, how do they know? How do they? They. <laughs> that was so scary. They're in our brains. They're in our brains. <laughs> oh, it was so scary. But at the same time, I was like, they listen and they actually update stuff. Whoa. Whoa, that's a big deal. And it happened like once, I don't know, every other few months. And then whenever the 360 started getting updates, when changing the homepage, when we first had the blades, and then it changed to where you had, uh, uh, what is it, avatars? And you're like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? And it was a big deal. Now, we're used to getting updates every month. But as mm. far as day one and stuff, I, I, I do like it. I like how they're up to date. And if they find something else, they'll, oh, boom. Uh, I have a segue here. If we want to use it I, I just like how you can all the way down there to write a two-wheeled gyroscopic. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I'll save it. But I like how there's even updates for other games that lead up to including newer stuff. Oh. Hmm. 
like a certain Mortal Kombat game that has new brutalities in it. Well, I guess it, it, it seems like it really what it is is it's balance. Um, now, I have not been programming in a long time, but generally speaking, code is not big. No, code is text. it's not. I've created a compiler, so, and it's not that big. <laughs> so when they're that so, big, it's just really, really lazy. It's like that. That seems excessive. I mean, even if that is four patches, sixteen gigs—that's still four gigs a patch. That could be an entire game. So entire I don't, game. I don't, I don't understand why they're so big. I, is it is it graphics stuff? I, I did nothing be. with graphics ever. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, I did some raster, raster, crap, raster rate, raster rate kept. Whatever that thing is I'm trying to say. Um, you know, basic wireframe stuff when I was in college. Oh. And, you know, that was really, really low. I mean, that's still dinky, dinky, dinky code. Um, so I, I just don't understand what's taking up so much room. I mean, are they replacing audio? Are they, you know, what? I mean, audio is only a few megs. You got to think. Yeah, I got, I'm, I'm looking at this like some of that it, uncompressed APD stuff is pretty big. Well, then it has to be. I mean, that's my question: is is it graphics? Because graphics are huge. Video is just disgustingly large. So, so I can I can see graphics getting huge. And don't worry, Turo, I'm not just throwing your Mortal Kombat thing away. Um, <laughs> but it's it's. It's you just can't let sixteen gigs because they they talked about I don't know if it was who was it there was something else online about oh when we do a hot fix this is what a hot fix is I actually thought it was Borderlands they talked about what a hot fix is it's just a bunch of files to run it in case of a certain instance instead of instead of the normal game so right and then in the case of the sixteen Right, and then the case of these 16 gigs of files, are these in addition to whatever was... That's the other thing we yes. never really get told very clearly. Yes. Is this an additional 16 gigs of files? Yes. Or is this overwriting some of the existing files? And that was a question so, I asked. And Gearbox says that a hotfix is additional data. It is not so a replacement. Not a, not a replacement file. So Wow. So your game, your big game just got bigger. It's got way bigger. Or what if they're being sneaky... And these day ones are actually adding content that you'll later unlock through a season pass or code or a certain time of date. And this is their sneaky way of adding it before. I don't know to make uh to make the updates or to get the add-ons easier maybe. Hmm. It's, it's possible. I I would think if they were doing something like that, they'd want to break it into as small of chunks as possible and distribute them over time leading up to that mm -hmm. event. Yeah, I don't um, know the benefit of doing that, but that was just my sneaky way of thinking. <laughs> but yeah, I would really I would really appreciate it if patch notes were a lot better because lot most better. of them tell you Instead nothing. Instead of saying bug fixes, it just says bug yeah, fixes. Bug <laughs> fixes, really? Come on. Please, man, that doesn't tell me crap. Give me something. All right. Turo, apologies. Smash us with your brilliance. Oh, with brutality, combating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They. Uh, I mean, speaking of adding stuff, not day one, but adding stuff as a game progresses, they added more brutality. Stage, 
level store to specific brutalities. So they actually have um, where you can actually get stuff that affects like uh, or, or stage arena um, that you can actually grab and do stuff like a hammer in Quan Chi's area. Uh, you can actually finish and do you do a brutality with that weapon. So that's pretty cool that they added more brutalities and it kind of opens up the spectrum of what else they could add with other levels that have uh, what am I trying to say? Parts of the level that you can actually do stuff with. What is that word? Interactive? Yeah, there it is. Thank you. Interactive. So interactive. <laughs> stage interactive stuff. Brutalities. So that means you're just going to add more. They're going to keep going with this. And it's going to be fun because you're expecting, even if you're not paying attention to your enemy's life or something, and you just kind of get into the game, and then you're just like, oh, I'm just going to use an interactive. Boom. And then it becomes a brutality. You're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even mean to do that. That was awesome. Pretty cool. It's awesome. Yay! Yeah, the, there's a patch, or yeah, that went by. Not a patch. Uh, there's an update that went by for Mortal Kombat 10 to let you do that. Yay! <laughs> so, Nick, did you have anything else? Oh, Nick's muted. Nope, he's good. Nope. Okay, sorry, I wasn't looking at my screen right there. I'm looking at my screen, but not that part. Um, um, there was no, one I'm thing good. I noticed. Okay, there was one thing I noticed come across the thing, and I haven't had time to read it, so I'm gonna kind of throw it out there. And if it's something of interest to you, it does involve PC gaming, which we don't always dive into that much, because none of us are dedicated PC gamers. Um, there was, there has been some kerfuffle in the League of Legends world. Uh, the professional gaming worlds. Uh, so Riot Games, which I'm not familiar with and I'm not sure what it is. Again, I said I did not do a lot of research on this, so please, if you're interested, continue to, to look up. Uh, suspended the coach of the European League of Legends team, the Copenhagen Wolves. It still blows my mind that there are actual video game teams in the world out there. Um Especially for something like League of Legends, but I guess. Uh, anyway, so they had uh, their t their uh, their captain coach suspended uh, for uh, some sort of high profile uh, guffaw of some type. I believe it was a gambling or something. Um, They've they've gotten hit again again the, apparently on June fourth uh, the formal ruling that the team's head coach Carl Cray had lied to players about conspiring with professional League of Legends commentator uh, I don't know okay maybe this isn't that big of a deal but anyway um, the team is apparently falling apart um, and there's hacking involved and lying involved and intrigue involved and it's, you know, I don't follow esports. I, I don't, but um, if there's any of you fans out there that do and haven't heard about this, uh, it is on Kotaku and uh, a couple other venues I saw it come across. I was going to read it ahead of time and give a better commentation on it. So, sorry, I suck at journalism because I don't have time. <laughs> Hooray! So, made up on the spot stuff. Exactly. Um, I did notice also come across... Um, 
I mentioned that uh, I played Tales from the Borderlands Episode 2 because and Episode 3 hadn't dropped yet. I noticed something come across my screen that made it look like uh, Tales of the Borderlands Episode 3 may have dropped, and I missed it. This it pops this week. Um, trying to verify now whether or not it has, and I'm really slow at interneting today for some reason. So, um, trying to figure out episodes. Come on, computer work. Episode three. That has a summary. Does not have a release date. Um, nerf. Oh, not episode four and five have not yet, so it does look like episode three did drop this last week. So I'll have to go back and look and see if that is, because I am actually really enjoying that. There are some weird graphical glitches. Um, it feels like Telltale's tool needs some uh, updating for the for the making of their game style of games. Uh, but uh, overall, the story has been very entertaining. The style is very entertaining, um, and I enjoy this style of game. I know some people. Uh, feel it's not really a game per se, but and to a degree it is an interactive movie. It's an interactive choose-your-own-adventure where you probably don't get to choose your adventure as much as it feels like because ultimately a lot of the stuff ends up coming around and being essentially the same. But uh, anyway, so it looks like Episode 3 of Tales of the Borderlands did drop this week, and you should be able to go pick that up if you already purchased the Season Pass or go ahead and uh, snag that as an individual if you're buying them uh, a la carte, so to speak. All right. I don't know how long we've been at this, but it feels like it's been a good long while, and we've got reader mail. Reader mail. Submitted by readers, which we don't have because we don't really write anything. Huh. So viewer mail. There we I was going to say, viewer mail, mail is more accurate, yes. Viewer mail would be a better descriptor for what we have. And I'm stalling because I can't find my thing. There it is. Okay. So um, I you only... You stall uh, by saying you're stalling. I stall by saying I'm stalling. I'm, I'm honest <laughs> to a fault. I've been told more than once. That's awesome. Um, sorry. Apologies. Um, so... I only I did not get these personally. These are Mark did put these up here for us, and I'm only noticing uh, show fan <coughs> i22 link 22i, who we've had questions from previously, noted on here. So I am currently of the opinion that these are all his questions or her. Okay. Uh, you know, I link. I assume he, but that could very well be wrong. So the first question is, and it's very open ended. So let's oh. limit it to two. Oh, dang it. Um, what games are you hyped for and why? And Nick. I have to just go with the easy one on this. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Why? It's probably a really different answer than normal. I haven't seen a very simplistic, and I say this broadly, a very simplistic level up to get gear, to beat bosses, to level up more, to get better gear with the whole RPG style. And the best way I can put it is I'm, I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts 3 because I'm hoping it has the same item structure as like Kingdom Hearts 2, but just bigger. Um, the best example is Star Ocean Till the End of Time. That concept of you have a main story, and then once you beat the main story, there's stuff after that. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that in a game in forever. So, 
I'm really you hoping mean, Kingdom Hearts in, in a Japanese style RPG. Just I haven't seen anything like that in the longest time, and I know Kingdom Hearts three is going to have different fighting styles, but I want that whole secret area, secret bosses, secret weapons, secret abilities. Just ah, oh, the more end game content, the better. So. I thought you were a Pokemon guy. I enjoy Pokemon, but I haven't seen That's a lot of a lot of post game content. It it does, and I have to give them kudos on that, but. It's not the same because there's just too many Pokemon and they're they're not all good. <laughs> they're not all cool or original concepts or ideas anymore. I have. They, they need I, to start adding vehicles or something. I don't know, but like I have all of them, and I can tell you, you know, that yeah, some of them are just really. <laughs> yeah. You guys really had to go with literal garbage on this one. Okay, sure. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was one. Um, I guess two. Or you can only do Excited. one if you want. I guess I, I, I'll do, we'll each do one and we go back to a second? Or do you just want me to blather one out? Sure. Oh, no, I mean, if you've only out. got one, that's fine. I was just going to give you up to two. If you have one when we come back around, then that's fine. Turo? No, just two. Let's see. Uh, there's, there's a handful of games that I'm excited for. But... Um, you already took three, and I'm excited for three, and for different reasons. It's I'm really excited for the story. It's one of the craziest stories in the world. Conclusions <laughs> and, and to just, anything. Oh my gosh! It just there's there's none. It just uh, the first Kingdom Hearts had a cool conclusion, but it just kind of was like, oh, and then no. Then spinoff after spinoff after yeah, mobile game the, after mobile game. And then the second one came out, and you're like, no, hooray! Wait, what? <laughs> huh? Ma? What? It sounds like this one's going to incorporate quite a bit of stuff from Birth by Sleep, too. Yeah, which made everything which else good. go. Like, it just made go everything like, uh. So I'm excited that they wrap all of that, hopefully. <laughs> And uh, so I'm excited for the story on Kingdom Hearts 3. And yes, I'm going to have to replay both. I have both uh, 1.5 and 2.5. And I'm going to have to, you have to beat those games right before the third one comes out. Or you're going to be lost. Mm-hmm. Or or I'm going to write notes for this game because, <laughs> serious? They're so you much. You need to. So you need to yeah. have a notepad. So yeah, I am, I'm really, really I'm pumped and hyped about Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, no, I've got I've got 1.5 and 2.5, and I have I've almost completely platinumed 1.5. Except I don't want to have to I don't want to have to replay the card one six times just to get all the trophies. Oh my gosh! You have to replay <laughs> the story on each difficulty because it doesn't it doesn't go down. Like if you beat hard, you don't get beginning and normal. Oh my god! Wow. So I have to I have to replay the game like four or five times. And that's the that's the one that was on the Game Boy Advance, right? Yeah, it's a fun oh game. Gosh. Don't get me wrong, but it just took forever. That's the point. And I still don't have Rico up to level ninety nine, one hundred, whatever. Those are my only two missing trophies. Beat the game six more times and <laughs> and get Rico to ninety nine on one of them. That's, that's just it. a mean trophy. Beat the game six times. Go. <laughs> I think it's it, there's there's like six different trophies, but they're all 
Beat, beat Riku's story on normal. Beat Sora's on normal. Beat Riku's on easy. Beat Sora's on easy. Beat Riku on hard. Beat Sora's on hard. I got the hard ones done. So now it's just beat it on normal and easy. You see, that's the kind of stuff that keeps me from getting platinums. I'm just like, nope, I'm not doing it. Done. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's it. All the nopes. That little octopus running across the seafloor. Nope. Oh, nope. 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 I uh, I honestly this is both both uh, one of the games that I'm really hyped for and the game that probably has the biggest potential to disappoint me, and that is No Man's Sky. Um, mm. I I really want this game to be good, but I I'm really hoping it's not bad. I'm really hoping it's not bad, and I'm really hoping it's not boring, because we know there's no story mode. We know yep. there's no guidance. There's no missions. But it does look like there's at least a structure to plug into. Like, my problem with Terraria and Minecraft, there's not even a structure to plug into. It's all completely self-driven. You just... I mean, you play Terraria by wiki. That's how you play Terraria. You play it by wiki. You go look and see what you need to do next to do something with the world, and then you go do it. Um... Uh, Minecraft, I don't even know. I, I, I've seen you. You can do so much different stuff with that. I mean, there you could never, ever, ever step foot into the adventure mode, whatever that's called, and play Minecraft for thousands of hours. Um, it, it, it makes no sense to me, but it's possible. Um, so it, it, it has a structure because there's you know there's different castes out there in the universe, and you can basically just spend your entire time fighting wars if you want to, or just your entire time exploring planets, or you can hybrid up what you want. Um, you know, I remember early on they were talking about how the ships uh, you'll have to allocate your cargo space between fuel and cargo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 there's there's a balance to be struck there. There it's, at least there's a framework you can kind of choose what you want to do. And, you know, if you bum-rush the center of the galaxy and get to the end of the story, um, you can spend the rest of your time doing whatever you want, knowing that this entire galaxy is never going to get explored. Less than than a third of it is ever going to get explored. That's what blows my mind, is how can you seriously create something that big? That that guy is not good at social interaction for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. Like how do you how do they even get I just I don't understand how you can create something that large unless you have a supercomputer which is storing all that data. Well, they've the Mark's talked about this before, but somehow they've oh. got a way where it's basically a giant spreadsheet. That's not literally accurate, but everything breaks down into numbers stored in a matrix and an equation. And depending on where you are and what you're doing, it takes those numbers th- turns them into a graphical view, puts them on your screen, and then the minute you turn away, there's no fully rendered 3D environment around you. The part of the world that exists is what's within the bounds of your screen. Nothing else is being drawn. It's not a fully realized 3D game in the way we understand it. So as it's like streaming literally the level. As you turn, it's create it's drawing the screen as you turn. It's it's creating the graphics and drawing it on the screen as you turn. So there's got to be a little bit of a buffer there, otherwise you I was get gonna say clipping stuff. Um, but it, it's it's weird where like as far as your game concerned, most of the stuff doesn't exist unless you're actively doing something with it. Which I guess is always true, but it's it's different. Otherwise this game would be 
a gajillion gigs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> 1.5 terabyte hard drive, not even close. Um, so it's Do you be have some... a server somewhere with 100 terabytes? You're good. Yeah, no. so the, there's some, and there's that whole upload to the beacon thing too. So there's some, you know, they've got some massive storage up in the sky somewhere where they're storing everything that everyone's ever done in this game that's gotten recorded. So, um, but yeah, I, I, it really was something that intrigues me, and I'm really hyped for it, and I just am so scared that it's going to suck. And I guess, I guess, since uh, I said two, I do have another one, and that is Rock Band Four. Um, I, yes. I, I just have so many good memories of Rock Band One, Two, and Three, and it breaks my soul a little bit that they're not going to have online play at launch. Um, but going back to basics, that's what they said. Yeah, but even Rock Band One had online play at launch. <laughs> Um, they don't have they don't have MTV or EA behind them though, so you know they've got hard decisions to make. And hard as that one would seem to be, they know it's a huge fan issue at this point, and I'm sure it's going to be an early patch. Oh yeah, um, but they hopefully they, not 15 gigs worth. Hopefully not 15 gigs worth. Uh, if that is, I'm very concerned about their netcode if it's 15 gigs. Um, but they. Uh, you know, and know that they're dedicated to to providing that because they know fans really, 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 really want it. Um, you know, but when you're operating kind of as an independent agent and you don't have that larger structure to draw on, I understand they had to make choices. And you know, would you rather the game experience suffer for something, or you don't get to play with your friends online day one? Maybe it's going to be day fifteen. Yeah, it's a good choice to me. I mean, I would imagine that it will be fairly quickly. If it goes two months, I would be surprised. Because, um, again, using that window from gold to launch to release. Um, so those are the two in the short term. I know Mark would say The Division. Yeah. And probably that Wizards of the Coast game, the virtual desktop Wizards of the Coast game. Is probably hmm. one of his ones too. Uh, I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but it's a D and D edition five rules virtual oh. tabletop. So for the PS4. So, um, all right. Did you guys scrape another one together or? Rock Band Four. I'm gonna say for sure. <laughs> I have to. I have to say it because it's like yeah. I just remember so much fun with the with Rock Band One and Two. Yep. And we've even fired up the Rock Band three a few times recently here to try to get get back into shape for it, and so I was, got I a was, trophy the other day. <laughs> That's funny. I was uh, all my trophies are like, oh, do this flawlessly. Don't don't say it, monkey. Don't say it. But it's all about you know do this without missing a single a single beat on a single anything. Do this without with three friends. Yeah, none of them can die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's awful. it's like. I just there's so many good memories of Rock Band and it's it's so much fun and it's music and everybody has a favorite song. There is nobody on the planet who can say I hate all music. Yeah. And that's Although my, my my middle son was sadly 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 disappointed to learn that Uptown Funk was in the playlist because as much as he is a pop only kind of kid, 
he hates that song with a passion for why it seems like know. it's right up his alley if it, he's a it does i mean he is he is hardcore pop right now and i i cannot explain why he hates that song and he he's not one to be able to explain why he does or doesn't like something he's just it just is um so yeah um, well, he gets anyway. extra points in my book for hating that song. <laughs> well, it, it is catchy. I mean, I got to give it that. It's, 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 it's not. It's what pop not songs are supposed to be. It's not necessarily a great song, and he is trying way too hard to be Michael Jackson. Um, Your but, son or the song? No, Bruno Mars. Oh, okay, Bruno yeah. Mars. Bruno Mars is trying way too hard to be Michael Jackson. Um, but anyway, their next question is really interesting, considering the the pick that you two guys did initially. But uh, was it? Understood. Did the the reader understand it correctly that Kingdom Hearts Three is not a PlayStation exclusive? No, PlayStation King, or PlayStation Three. Kingdom Hearts Three is not going to be PlayStation exclusive. Yes, it That's is coming why I'm out. getting it on the one. It is coming out on the one and the PlayStation Four. Uh, unknown at this point if it is going to be a simultaneous release or if one company is going to pay for an exclusivity period <laughs> over the other. Microsoft gets it first. Microsoft would be the one with the oh, no. coffers, no, no, but no, no, no. Uh, Sony ah. does. Sony does have the history with the with the franchise. So yeah, I will yeah. fly to Square Enix and beat somebody in the face if <laughs> one gets a release before. Welcome anything. to Sque- Welcome to Squeenix. How can I help? Yo, oh, yeah. all they're gonna see is red afro. Rage and <laughs> red afro. Oh man, <laughs> that that's got to be your screen name on something. The uh, red afro of rage. Red afro of rage. <laughs> oh, I'd be so pissed if Xbox As, One like, oh, you get the DLC first before us. No, no, you don't. We <laughs> do hack Xbox and bring Microsoft down just so <laughs> Sony gets it first. And in this corner, Nick, the red <laughs> afro of rage. You and in this corner, Square Enix. Fight! Um, okay, so did either of you play the original Dishonored? I have it. Yeah, I, have it. I got it. I got it on my 360 for free. Okay, that's that's a different question than what I asked. Have either of you played Dishonored? I no, I played the install game again. You played the install game. Yeah, you played. The I heard install great game things and awesome things about it, and I really want to play it. And it's on my list, and it might be one of those games that might pop up later on the Xbox One. You know that. You know that. Uh, if you if yeah. patches were smaller, you wouldn't have to play the install game for so long. And, but apparently, well, it's it's a developer's favorite game. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, it's also my laziness. So. My busy life. <laughs> I, I had to ask Mark a little bit about this because I, I've heard about Dishonored, but I have not played it, and I honestly didn't remember that much about what the buzz was supposed to be about it. You can actually um, beat the whole game without killing anybody? Yeah, I mean, it's a very open-world, free-roam, play-it-the-way-you-want-to-play-it kind yeah. of it, 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 uh, thing. And I think I've got it on one of my PS3s sitting there. It came out free on PS Plus one, one month, uh, but I never got to it. Um... So Dishonored 2 is coming out, mm-hmm. uh, and it appears that it is not going to be as open as the original. Um, whether it's going to be a completely linear adventure, or they're just cutting down on the free roam, uh, or or how exactly it is, I have not seen. I didn't, didn't get a really good feeling that it's been defined very well. But uh, the uh, reader was wondering, 
is Dishonored 2 going to be better than the first game or enhance the universe, or is it just going to uh, water down the franchise and make it non-distinguishable from other franchises, say, you know, an Uncharted or a Tomb Raider or something of that nature? Um, that's not exactly what they wrote in there. Yeah, I'm embellishing a little bit. I just because uh, uh, the, the question only seen one cutscene, so that's what we have to base it off of. And some and and some people talking about it. Yeah, like, that's so, all we got. We that's 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 it. all we've really got that I'm aware of. And uh, I, I don't really have an opinion on this, unfortunately, having not played the original game, uh, not knowing how it flowed or how much that freedom. Uh, was in reality versus concept. You know, like, Telltale's real good at giving you the illusion of freedom by making these choices while you're playing the game, when really, you all have to end up at a similar enough place for the story to continue. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah, there's there's subtle things that are different. There are There's areas that are different. Um, but, uh, you know, you can't change the entire game because, you know, I decided I wanted to kill the main character. You know, the, the the game cannot adapt to something of that level. Um, was Dishonored at that level? Or was it really uh, uh, theater? Was it was it a freedom theater rather than actual freedom? I don't know. So uh, if it was... Um, if it was something... Uh, excuse me, sorry. Family situation. So... Uh, Anyone else want to speak to? No, we just we just don't know. I uh, again, we haven't played it. Let's, and let's assume that the original game was really free and open, and now they are going to, you know, make it more Metal Gear Solid-ish. Do you think that that would eliminate that which makes this series unique, or do you think they could pull off the world and still have it feel consistent with the world, and that would be enough? Think, think, just kind of genericize this to anything. Say that. Yeah. Say Uncharted, next uh, the next they have really announced that Uncharted Three was actually a point-and-click adventure rather than a traditional Uncharted game. So it's a completely different format. But do you think it could be done in a way in a style that would still make it feel cohesive and be a valid entry into the series? Mm. Well, here's my proof that it could be, and here's and I'm I am. The exact opposite of what I'm talking here, so give me give me a little bit of slack on this. But um, Bioshock Infinite is my answer because Bioshock One and Two has was fairly open world. For the first four ish worlds, you can go back and forth anywhere within there. Yeah, from the back stuff, we do everything. Bioshock Infinite. This is my opinion. It's a very strong opinion, but it's opinion. Bioshock Infinite was a total veer to the right from that scenario. It was a Call of Duty-esque linear blah Bioshock, and that pisses... I hate Infinite. It is the worst Bioshock ever. Oh, Anyway, what they did with Bioshock apparently did well, but it was a totally different gameplay style. Yes, it's a shooter but instead of having an open-ish world environment, you had a linear path to go down with objectives basically in a straight line. Yet, they still sold a gazillion copies. Yes, a game can change and still be very popular. Bioshock Infinite's the proof. I hate what they did with it, but I'm one guy. So 
Um, I disliked Bioshock Infinite uh, when we did our game of the year for that. We was up against Bioshock Infinite and The Last of Us. Mm. I could not fathom how Turo was choosing the way he was choosing because... I love the story. I Bioshock love Infinite was clearly the inferior product, and I wasn't that big of a fan of the first two Bioshocks. Ah, oh, man, so, I was. Um, but they were very, very, very different stylized games. To me, Bioshock Infinite was a point-and-click adventure that had shooting uh, gauntlets in it. So you'll run around exploring the world, picking up things, looking at options, investigating stuff, and then all of a sudden you'll be bum-rushed by a thousand enemies. And then you'll go back to not using your gun ever again for the next 20 minutes as you looked around and explored stuff and found things. So it was really like a point-and-click adventure that had, you know, just these gauntlets of shooting in it. Um, which, again, Call of Duty kind of was that, could, could be kind of that way in the single-player adventure. You know, you get to those points where these enemies are never stopping coming and you realize you just need to take one more step further to cross that line where enemies stop spawning infinitely. You know, for me, it's it's it was Call of Duty because to to progress you move forward. That's it. It's yeah, you're right. It's not kill set number of enemies. It's progress forward. You can't go back. You can't explore the world fully. Um, it was very Call of Duty esque in one other way, which is you have. I, I kind of like how they did this though. So you have two items. You switch between them and you grab your enemy's items. You don't level those up really. You kind of do, but not so much. And you basically, you start out with grenades. Let's be real. You're tossing grenades. So it was very Call of Duty-esque. Yes, it had Bioshock elements to it. You have shields. You have um, a lot of the, you know, steampunk generation. Yes, you have a lot of Bioshock skin on it. And some have got Bioshock's gameplay. But it's not, it wasn't, it's just, it wasn't the Bioshock I know and love. Also, I hate games that have endings or anything that has endings that gives you absolutely no way to figure out what the ending is. And that one totally pulled that. They never gave you anywhere near enough information to be able to figure the twist out. Ah, oh, I love that, it. That drives me nuts. If you if you fool me all the way to the end, like, you know, um Ding Dong's first movie, um M Night Shalamanan. Yeah, six cents. Six cents. Thank you. You know, okay. I got I got bushwhacked the entire movie to the end. I I you know I was one of those that figured it out like a third of a second before it was revealed. You know, so you know that I don't mind because you can go back through and you can put it together and you can say you told me everything I needed to know. I was just too trapped in my mindset to see it. This was not that. This was just we're gonna hide all the info from you. <laughs> I know that's how they sounded, but okay. <laughs> they didn't sound like that. Somebody sounds like that. They wave their arms around like this too. Um, it's like but, a uh, <laughs> um, God, that's coming out sometime too, isn't it? I never watched that pilot. Sorry, total <laughs> random thought there. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean. I think it's possible for a. I, I take Borderlands, the Tales from the Borderlands. I've never played a Borderlands game, but I so get a feeling that I understand the Borderlands world. I understand Hyperion. I understand Pandora. I understand that world and have an appreciation for how it's put together 
and what motivates characters and, and how everything works, even though I've never played a proper Borderlands game. So to me, Tales from the Borderland is a game that's a completely different genre, but still completely fits in within the world. Um, now, if you're going to say, can you take a closed on-the-rails shooter and compare it to an open-world shooter and say, are they going to be as good as each other? That completely comes down to your preferences. If you don't like on-the-rails shooters, then no, you're not going to like it. It doesn't matter what the dressing is. <clears throat> That's part of the reason I can't play Final Fantasy XIII, because it is an on-the-rails RPG. It drives me nuts. Final Fantasy X was an on-the-rails RPG, and I was one of the few people that really had issue with that back when Final Fantasy X came out. One of the few people I talked to, at least. Um, to this day, I, I could not replay ten because I know that that on-the-rails aspect of it is would just drive me nuts. Now, it's not as on-the-rails as thirteen was, but oh, it's pretty dang close. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it depends on what the aspect is. If you're looking for a free-roam open-world game and they're going with a not-free-world open-world game, then, yeah, you're not going to like it. If you're willing to take a different format and see if it's cohesive with the world that's already been established, then it can be fine. I guess that's as close as I can come to an answer for that question. Mm-hmm. Word. Ah! Lots of them. Yeah, I tend to ramble. Sometimes somebody's got to tell me to shut up. Um, <clears throat> I have that job? Yeah. <laughs> speaking uh, okay, also speaking of something. Man, Mark is really bad at transposing questions. Um... Thoughts on uh, Ryu from Street Fighter joining Super Smash Brothers? Sounds I was not cool. aware of this, but yeah, yeah I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, Sounds I, cool. I, they've been able to smash. <laughs> see what I did there? Um, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of characters into that game, and it's not my game. It is totally not my jam. The whole so Smash Brothers uh, genre. Uh, I don't know if it's because my kids can kick my ass or if it's because uh, I just don't like that style of game. I don't know, but it, it's not my thing. But I watch my kids enjoy it. I, I can appreciate the game for what it is. Um, and, yeah, I think the more different types of fighters and stuff you can get in there. I mean, projectiles are already established in the game. Uh yeah, we'll, we'll, he'll have to be nerfed a little bit from what he is in Street Fighter to be relevant to that environment. But well, not aside from that. What? I, think I heard he still, you can still actually do the combos that you know and love slash hate from the actual um, from Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and you'll just do more powerful attacks, which is a little weird, but I guess I can understand. Yeah, I mean, like, I assume that like Sharyuken will be a will be a smash attack, right? It's not going to yeah. be a standard attack. That's going to be one of the charge attacks. Yeah. Um, Hadouken will probably be, you know, a fairly standard. Um, He'll have his own well, set. Oh, it is official. Dave and escort are on their way to the hospital. Whoa! So. Congrats to him. And escort. It's not something I would actively call. <laughs> wow. I realized that after I said it, I was I was I was failing on the word that I should use and that was yeah, escort's the not the word you should about. use. Not with no, no, that's how not, you get out of the I, game. I will I will give myself this this leeway. I was in the military, as as some of you may know, and 
whenever you did a formal thing, the, the, there was always the female was escorted by, and they were referred to as escorts. It was not the type of escort you're thinking of. So you I did find in an environment, but <laughs> use that word in a different way, okay? That's um, just you trying to get out of getting in trouble, and we're yes, totally it, telling Dave that you called her. It is, but um, it doesn't work as well when you refer to the female that way, although we all know Dave is the bitch of that relationship. Um, <laughs> for being honest. For being honest. I mean, come on. He's never really going to watch this, so <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Um... He's watching live. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> he's in say, the he other room right now. Just no hater mail us. on the uh, instant messenger yet, so I don't know. See, I'm old. I call it an instant messenger still. Wow. Um, the uh, But anyway, congrats to Dave and his uh, his significant other. I, I, see, I technically don't know what he's referring to her as, so baby mama sounds so informal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Probably more accurate, though. I, I I I would go so far as to say fiance because I imagine though they have not announced it there there's you know permanence in this relationship so um, girlfriend I guess is the appropriate term feels feels short of what's going on but um, anyway now that I have totally made every social and relationship faux pas possible hate mail can be sent to both at gamersledge.com because um, <laughs> he won't give me a Gamers Ledge address and I'm not giving you people my personal one. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, we have no fans left. Great. <laughs> I just Yay. chased them all away. Sorry, Mark. Gamers Ledge is dead. Um, yeah, no. So uh, we know that we have a couple of people on the panel that love, as Mark, or Mark, excuse me, as Dave would say, to slam their junk in the door by playing games that have the words Dark and Souls in the title. <laughs> I don't think any of the three of us are <laughs> those people. I have, them, I have it waiting. I have it in my pile, and I'm going to play it for the list. And I'm going to platinum it, but I just... Oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. How many years of your life are you dedicating to that? Just the rest of them. Just the rest of them, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we did see Dark Souls 3 announced, I believe, in mm -hmm. the Microsoft conference, yeah. if I remember correctly. Um, and that's going to, you know, it's going to bring out the haters, it's going to, you know, bring out the, the, the fans, it's going to take the fans, and it'll do something that will piss certain groups of the fans off, it'll do something that'll make some of the haters like it a little bit more. Uh, but overall, I don't see this going to be a, a massive change in in Dark Souls. I mean, the, to to change the perception of Dark Souls in the community, you would have to really take have to actually change or take away everything that makes Dark Souls Dark Souls. So, uh, thoughts on on this franchise continuing? Do you think this will be the final entry? Do do you no. think that this is a game no. that's going on in perpetuity? Uh, you, do you think they can keep it? Do you think they can keep it good, or is it going to get old hat at some point? It's gonna. It's. I don't think it's gonna get old, but other things are gonna get newer. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like nobody's gonna get sick of having a challenge, but there are gonna be different challenges that come up that may overtake it. So it may just. <laughs> Dark Souls light. Dark Souls light. Oh. Which, as from what I hear, it's not even really that. In some ways, it's actually harder than Dark Souls. Yeah, it's got I, its moments. I just I call it the horror version of Dark Souls. Dark, Dark, Dark Souls, from what I've seen, is more like fantasy and 
stuff. This is horror. This is straight out of a horror movie. H O R R O R. Okay. Horror. Yeah, I thought you were calling it the horror of the series too at first. No, horror. <laughs> the horror. I don't think the that's terror. any better. <laughs> <laughs> the horror is any better than uh, my uh, earlier social fall pause. Um. So, uh, yeah, Dark Souls 3 coming out. That's going to be great excitement for some. Uh, sadly, right now, we do not have the people on the panel to either be overly entertaining about it, i.e. Dave, or that really love it, i.e. Mark. The rest of us just sit here and laugh while they go at it. Um, <laughs> I won't be playing it. I think I've got one of them, whichever one came out for free on the PSN, but I doubt I'll ever play it. Oh, do we have um, July games yet? Sorry, random. I have not seen July games yet. The the PS Plus lineup that probably that'll probably hit Friday, would be my guess. Cool. Um, I think that usually hits the Thursday or Friday before, um, if I recall correctly. Uh, so that brings us to our last uh, reader mail question. I don't believe we ever got anything in the Q and A or in the comments. Nope. Oh, hey, we're back to one viewer. Sorry if I chased you away, one viewer. I, I apologize for anything I said that may have offended you. I'm not going to take it back, but I'm sorry it offended you. <laughs> um, so our, our final reader mail question is Star Wars Battlefront. Holy crap, how did I leave that off my list of hype games? My brain is obviously not working. That game has got me at a level of anticipation that cannot possibly be met. I'm concerned that No Man's Sky is going to fail to meet my expectations. I'm almost expecting that Battlefront has to not meet my expectations because I have got this game just way too hyped up in my head. And I hate doing that. I absolutely hate doing that because I always end up let down. I'd rather be expecting less and get more than to be hyped up for a game and then have it fall short. But I know the first time I call in an orbital strike from a Star Destroyer, I am going to squee like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> I think I, all of us are, and we're yeah. all okay with that. And yeah. the first time I pilot an ATAT, and the first time <laughs> I get blown up by some cheap TIE fighter flying through and getting me from a blind spot. Um, speaking of which, do you guys all see that, that video that Joe put up uh, on YouTube from when he was at E3? They they put somehow he got into a anyway I'll share it later but um, okay. Joe from our video veg podcast uh, was at E3 and he got a, a a video of himself as an X wing pilot um, in Battlefront uh, so it was pretty humorous because he he was being Joe and it was funny um, <laughs> so anyway onward to the question here. Uh, this game skipped a whole generation, as we know. Uh, the yep. last Battlefront game was... I don't even know when that was, but it was a long time ago. It was on <laughs> PS2. Um, and honestly, I was not a big fan of them. Uh, I like the Star Wars motif, obviously, but third-person shooter thing was not really my jam, and uh, I, I was not that hyped for it. I've played a lot more shooters since then because, well, we went through like an entire generation where every game was a shooter. Yeah. So... Um, and I guess I'm just more ready for it, and it's graphically and playability at a level now where I think I, I'm more ready for it than it was in the PS2 generation. Um, so we skipped a whole generation, and it is now appearing and looks to just be knocking it out of the park. I mean, just 
everything that a Battlefront game should be, everything that a Battlefield game should be. Thank um, you for saying that. <laughs> and so that really comes down to the question of, of that that's here now is, is it real or is it hype? If, that's real. I think yeah. I mean, if, if you can get, I mean, that is the closest thing to a Total War simulator I've actually seen. Even though it's Star Wars, it's not just are you in the front lines or are you in space. It's there are TIE fighters flying through the air as you're on the ground and everything can take out everything and it's just crazy. And if my only real worry with it is they have such good content, are they going to limit us to like four maps? Yeah. Oh. Are they gonna? Is it is it amazing content, amazing gameplay, amazing battle, with like four maps, maybe like six? That that mirrors a concern of mine is that the game itself will ship with you know half a dozen or less maps, and then if you buy the season pass, you'll get a new map every month or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Um, that not would not going to turn it into the the expansive story we want on top of it. Right. And that's the other thing, you know, is uh, I know they talked about you can basically play as single player or local co-op and bots fill the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of details on that yet, but, you know, how much, if, if you're playing an online multiplayer game, is everyone you're playing against a human, a human or are some of them bots? Is, there, is it a mix? Is it a hybrid? Now, we saw people just ravaging through in that PS4 demo. In that, mm-hmm. that PlayStation demo, we just saw people just ravaging. Were they boot? Were they buffed? You know, did they? You know, are you going to be able to do that as a level five player? Just run through the trenches of Hoth, just blasting your opponents no. to pieces. You know, is it is it going to be that Call of Duty esque where you're only going to be able to take a couple of hits and then you're dead, and then you have to respawn and and do whatever. Um, I guess my concern is, is as a player who is not the most, I'm not the best at shooter games. That's not my, it's not my strong suit. Like I said, I've gotten a lot better, but it's still not my strong suit. Are you only going to get to be Luke if you take hold the number one spot on the map for five minutes? Are you only going to get to be an X-wing or Tie Fighter pilot if you've hold held the number two spot on the map for? Three minutes. You know what are the requirements for for taking those roles that aren't just basic foot soldier? They were just dynamically switching through them in the demo, but I guarantee you that's not how it's going to happen in in the real game. So I guess the, there's there's two things that bother me. One is that they will really limit us on, on maps or or player playability, and then everything's going to be part of a DLC or a, or a season pass. And then two that the game's just going to not be fun unless you're a tier one player. I don't I think they'll make it and I actually feel like this would be the best way to do it. Is they're gonna they are gonna make it unlockable as you grow in ranks. So you can only be what's the best way to put it? You'll you'll gain your stuff as you the more you play. So right. you'll only be able to start out as a trooper and then as you get to level 5, oh, now you can start out in a TIE Fighter. Oh, and now you hit rank 15. Well, now you can summon Luke Skywalker or, you know, stuff like that. Right. And I mean, I get, I, I get that. That's pretty standard. I, I guess I don't really have a problem with that because I can progress in level even if I suck. Exactly. So, 
you know, but you know, what are the require? Are there going to be requirements for starting as that class, or is it just simply going to be switch classes in the respawn screen, and then you respawn as something else? I don't know. I don't know. So I guess. Um, I think I think for the most part it's real. Uh, like I said earlier, my expectations are way too high, so I know they're not going to be all met. It's probably going to be a 16 meg or 16 gig day one patch. Um, Turo, you said you think it's you think it's for real. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you have any real concerns about it or? Um. Uh, no, I'm just really excited for it. That that game, the way it looks, and the way, especially with the the universe behind it, the people, the passion, the love, the fans, and including you know Seven coming out later this year. I mean, it's gonna be. It's perfect. It's it's a perfect time to have this game come out. Yeah, they they, they really are hitting the sweet spot with the timing on it. That's mm -hmm. for sure. And hopefully they're just not using that as a manipulation point to get us to buy this subpar game. Oh gosh, <laughs> I hope not. That'd be terrible. That would that the would rage be of the internet would come down oh, upon them. My gotcha. God, that, that's not the way you want to start out the resurgence of Star Wars or the second resurgence, the third impact. Um, <laughs> Sorry, NGE reference there. Um, so, that brings us to the end of this adventure. Uh, one viewer, you're still here. I am impressed. Um, so, I guess, uh, unless anybody has any quick uh, re, uh, rejoiners, we will go to the final thoughts portion of the show. No, I got nothing. Earlier we rolled the dice. See, he didn't even give me a chance to go into my, you know, before the show we casted lots and decided that Nick was going to go first with his final thought, but he's already said he doesn't have any thoughts. Oh, thoughts? No, I have thoughts. <laughs> See, let's play the, the, blame the red afro of anger. Um, <laughs> side note, that has to be a DLC component to something, the red afro. <laughs> red afro of anger. Um... <laughs> Final thoughts. Get your gaming in now. For or replay some classics because what's coming out is going to be huge. Yeah. Turo. Yeah. Be the bat. Be the bat. Be the bat. Play a game with a Batman you can understand. <laughs> subtitles on. <laughs> Subti subtitles perma on. <laughs> perma on. It's funny, Gordon sounds more like that than Batman. <laughs> It'd be funny if some part of the subtitles is like question marks. Like, <laughs> like we lost it, man. What are we putting for every? Like, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Dude, I don't know either. <laughs> Seriously, if there if it does not exist out there somewhere, someone should take on the project to dub all three of those movies with Kevin Conroy's voice. Oh, that'd be perfect. I gotta yeah. imagine somebody out there has done it, but anyway, somebody. somebody. Any any uh, that that your final thought is be the bat. Yeah, be the bat. Go go get Arkham Knight. Except for you, PC. Or sorry. Sorry, you're gonna have to wait a little bit. You're gonna have because... to wait just a little bit longer. Somebody oh did not do their QC testing very well. Um, uh, final thoughts. Um, it's easy to fall into hype. It's easy to fall into malaise. 
I don't know. I was trying to do something. I was hoping I, I would come up with a cute. I was hoping I'd come up with a cute <laughs> rhyme or something at the end, and uh, darn um, it. it fell apart. Um, I, I, I'm not Mark. I don't have these things prepped hours and days in advance. I say, I swear, he just sits there while playing FFRK all day, coming up with puns that he's going to use on the podcast, because I'm he obviously sure doesn't do work or anything else, because he just plays FFRK all day and comes up with puns. Um. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Um, you can, and then you make it a really good salad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, all you out there, seriously, though, uh, it's a good time right now. Uh, you got a lot of great content on the old consoles to clean up. You got some massively amazing-looking stuff coming up in the near future here on the current generation of systems. It is a amazing time to be a gamer, uh, to be a fan of the geek culture, and revel in it now, because, speaking from experience, it will end. Nope. I've lived through it a couple times already. That's what I'm scared so, of. Um, everyone, be well. Good luck to Dave and family. Uh, yeah. All of the joshing earlier was all in fun. You know that. Um, you hope and, you know that. Well, if he doesn't by now, then there's no hope. Um, <laughs> and as always, game on. Game on. Come on. How do you stop this crazy thing?